0: Cast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. <clears throat> Excuse me. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, the number one shooting machine in the market, not only innovative in technology and customer service and and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, it's not super safe, but um, it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I, I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged and they could give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started ttroops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been up there for me. You know, I've I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, a college basketball coach. And that's why I started teachoops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14-day free trial, because I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need. But anyway, um, go over and check it out. And uh, let's head off to the podcast right into this. What is this week's topic? Cause I, I, I uh, this, this week's topic is stressing me. I'm sweating as we speak. Right
0: it, it, it makes me <laughs> extremely nervous because everything is great till about September yeah. and you got August and July and June and you're watching your players shoot the ball and they're in and they're in and, uh, in and out of the, the gym and you're, you're just watching them play and you're coaching and doing all these great things. And then suddenly school starts and you don't see them as much, and you don't see what's going on with your program. And uh, where do you start to begin? The the season is only a couple months away. Well, how do you put it all together? So uh, my question today is going to be a two-part question, and I'm going to talk about this other concept in a a second. My first quick question, Question is how do we start the school year uh, as a ours uh, as a high school coach? How do you approach the start of the school year? Uh, and the other thing is this idea of clutter, and then I'll talk about clutter in a little bit. Do you coach, do you think that we should start just talking about how we approach the beginning of yeah, the school year first? Let's talk, and then we could kind you of talk t- about this idea of clutter later.
1: Yeah, let's do the I let's do the beginning ready. of the school year first. So, um, all right, sounds good. So I, I five years ago I was dumb enough to take a fall fall coaching job, so now I go yeah. I go fall right into winter. So. Obviously, my stress level goes up, but especially for the high school coaches, even if you're not a teacher, it's a very, it's a it, it's a stressful time, at least in our house. You know, you're doing all this. You unless, this. You're
0: sing, unless you're single and you have a really good job that gives you flexibility, then life is great.
1: Right. And you have the reason getting ready for school, buying the backpacks, all this kind of stuff, meeting yep. the teachers, all that kind of stuff. So you haven't hit that yet. Wait till you hit that. No, get, my oh, daughter
0: has my daughter's in kindergarten this year, oh, cool, she so I, I'm oh. very, I'm very freak out a little bit. So, so like you,
1: so it, you got the you got the I have to bring 18 glue sticks to school, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, right? and I got to label everything now and all this other stuff. Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> so, see so okay. you have so here's here's for the high school coaches. Here's this, here's the issue is you have to, and this is this is the issue I have, and I've been doing this for 30 years. So I got to worry about my fall sport team, which is probably not most of you but I have to worry about getting my own kids to school and getting them ready for their experience this year. I have to worry about getting my I have to worry about sitting through all these meetings. I'm going to have to sit through for the next two weeks, which is, which is a plus in some respects because I'll get some work done (laughs) because I'm old and I don't listen anymore. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then I got it. I got to start thinking lesson plans. I got to think about grading. I got to think about getting, you know, all, all the stuff that just, what people don't understand about teaching is when I walk in that building the first day, I'm not off until I leave the building. Like I'm being asked questions. I'm there's no like sitting down and having ten minutes to, for myself thing. So all this thoughts process and all the stuff that has happened in the off season poof goes away because now I'm worried literally about taking one putting one foot in front of the other. Um, so. This is what I wanted to talk about is the beginning of the school year. How do you get ready for, you know, the end of October, the beginning of November, whenever your season starts, how do you get rid of all those stresses to do it? And here's how I do it. Um, I, I, and and I haven't done the exercise part, but what I've started to do is I've started to actually schedule basketball time in my Google calendar. And it's like, I come into my office, I shut the door and I'm going to just think about basketball for an hour. I'm going to do these things and no, don't bother me. Don't bother me at this point. Um, and a lot of time from my kids are older. A lot of time they're in bed by the time I'm doing this. Um, but I'm literally scheduling it, um, to get it done. And it, it, it has helped. I'm a, and my goal, I'm going to throw it out to the world. My goal is to do this with exercise too. Cause I'm good about walking the dog, but I'm not as good about getting my heart up and getting, you know, I want to lose about 15 pounds. Um, so I'm going to start scheduling my exercise too. I'm going to put it in the Google calendar. I'm going to hold myself accountable, that kind of stuff. So, um, that's something I do, um, as far as trying to get rid of the stresses of the beginning of the year. Um, because next thing you do is like you said, coach, you look up and it's freaking the end of October and the season's two weeks away.
0: I think too is that if you're a first year coach, you're never going to know all the stressors until no. you go through it. No. And I think it's just really important right now in September um, to think about and reflect about the things that are constantly getting in the way. And as I continue to coach high school basketball, I constantly made a list of things that overstressed me. And I started to try to get those done in September and October, even in, in summertime. And right. I know that. It's kind of late now in this in, in the in the year, but this idea could I be able to do a lot of this stuff before the season even hits yeah. because you know is it, is it, you know, I, I, like to, I like to, as a head coach, I like to be involved with youth, youth stuff. Can I get a lot of youth stuff done before the school years uh, the season starts? Can I be able to another one's practice schedule? And a lot of you guys, a lot of high school coaches come in a small community where you got to collaborate with the girls coaches and the other coaches about setting your schedule. What does that yep. look like? Yep. You know, um, scouting schedule. I mean, those are just different things yep. that but this is where you is can delegate. Ever,
1: yes. You can delegate some of this too. Like, so, Nate, if you're listening to this, I'm hoping you're doing the scouting schedule. But <laughs> I have an assistant coach, and he's, he's got a baby due at the beginning of the year. So, it's like, do the scouting schedule if you're listening to this, Nate. Um, but anyway, I delegate – I already did my buses. Buses are done. Officials are done. You know, some of that stuff is – so, I think that's a really good thing. I do that in the summer. I get that off my – Yeah. You know, I like I'm the, jumped, big, again, juggling the
0: big games. Like, if you're going to have – like we. I've done like a, we had a girl several years ago pass away from cancer. So we used to do a childhood cancer awareness game. It right. takes a lot of time. I really yeah. want to do it. It's meaningful to our community, and right. I want to do it. But if I'm starting to do planning during the course of the season, during the season, it's just way too much. Um, yeah. Like I even start to delegate you know, ideas of you know when is my parents' night going to be? When am I going to order flowers? All that stuff. Because you know what? When it's 9 o'clock at night and you just got off, off a really uh, a close game or you just got done with the game, And that, and then two days later, you got parents night. you're not ready for that. You just, you've got, I think the key thing you talked about too, is this idea to delegate and utilizing that. So I I think the biggest thing that I've learned as a coach at at a high school level is learning to think about things. What are the things I can get done before the season even starts, you know, and and build off of that. And then if you're a new coach, I think that's where you go out and you ask questions and you develop a mentor. Whether you, you join teachhoops.com dot and you ask Coach Collins what are the things I need to get done.
1: I'll, I mean, I'll respond to you. I will respond will. very quickly,
0: very quickly, because <laughs> he will. And and it's it's really helpful because man, your first year at the as a high school coach, especially a varsity coach, it's never it, it's the hardest year.
1: It is. Um, it is. It, and it, I what here, here's what I've started to do too is after a game. I don't, I don't do I, – I come home. I, I usually get something to eat on the way home. Now that, now that I'm feeding my teenage son, I'll do that. And then I won't do any basketball that, that night. I won't. I'll watch TV. I'll watch Netflix. I'll go on a walk. I'll do something. Like right. I almost need to come back down and have some like, my, like me time at that point. Um, so I've like – I've always – and that's something I've started to do in the last four or five years, and that's really helped because I used to come home, and then I'd start thinking about the next opponent, and either way, it's just like, I need to, I need to like desensitize. I need to yeah, like, you, okay, I'm going to watch rise. Netflix because I don't get to watch right. Netflix. I'm going to find out, right. find something on Netflix that I want to watch or right. I'm going to do, you know, I think that's really important to, um, to schedule something like that. And I was listening to a podcast by, on serious radio by Wharton business school. And they were talking about, um, they were talking about people having second jobs and, Basketball is co- coaching is a second job. Um, yes, they said it's it is it's a second job, and they were talking about how teachers do it and other jobs do it and people bartend and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, yep. and the, and the, and the takeaway I took from this and what they were talking about was that that people are able to do it and they're very satisfied with it, but they lose they lose something with family, they lose something with themselves, they lose something with that by taking that second job. So with the coaches, especially all this stuff that you can take off your Off your plate makes the family life better, makes the relaxing for you better, the exercise better, all of those things better, and that's what the study. I think it was a uh, professor from Ball State that did it, but it, but, but I think that's really important to to be able to balance that, and it's hard. You know, some teachers going to take time. It's It's going to take take time time
0: to balance that too, because you got to develop really good assistants, you got to develop your core group of coaches, and like starting out when you're built. A lot of people when they get a head coaching job it's you're building it from the ground up unless you put in your time and you know and that's about you got to know what you can and can't what you can do as a person you know yep. like I would talk about with, with my situation I took a head coaching job at age 26 my wife and I were expecting so she,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: my first year coaching we bought a house my first year coaching varsity basketball but we bought a house my wife was pregnant and it was my first year teaching in a new district Oh my God! Overload. Okay. Overload. So it's just too much. You're the
1: polar opposite of me. I got. Hey, Coach. I hope you're enjoying high school hoops as much as I am. Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, It is videos, resources, community. It is Netflix for basketball coaches. Go over and check it out. If you're a high school hooper and you're listening to this, take 10% off. Just type in school at the discount code, and you'll have 10% off the lifetime of your membership. Um, sounds like a great deal to me. So go over and check it out. Um, let's go back to high school. Me, I got the, my head job, October. We were married in ag- August and I got it in. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying high school hoops. If you are just shoot us an email at Steve at TeachHoops.com. We would love to hear if you're liking these or any topics that you would think that you would want for upcoming months. Um, also make sure you go over and check out TeachHoops.com. 14 day free trial. Um, there's not a better time to become a, a better basketball coach than when the season is right around the corner. So go over and check that out and subscribe and like, we would really appreciate that. Thanks. October. Like so, she's only known me as a head coach. Like we've only lived together as a head coach. Like I, I, yeah. my timing was perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. But I
0: always told my <laughs> a true story. I always told my wife when we were dating that I wanted to be a coach, and she'd have to be flexible for it. But you know, a coach's wife is a blessing in itself. I oh, mean, it you is. could do a whole pod. You got to have a special woman that you. That's a whole different podcast Let, that's in itself. A, because- that's
1: a spring one. Let's do that after the season because I. That think, was great because
0: we, it, yeah. We'll, we'll do it as a Mother's Day special. For Ooh, sure. totally
1: yes. <laughs> we too, we'll that will be good, yes. We'll appreciate it more, too, because we'll have some stories. That'll be good. Alright, we'll put that Yeah, if any, we forget that. People remind us. Alright, let's get into Coach, the other part, Coach.
0: Alright, sounds good. So, Where I'm coming with this whole idea of clutter is I'm a constant learner from other coaches, and um, I had the opportunity a couple years ago when Green Bay was doing really well. Uh, They had Coach Wardle. They had a really good program, and he had a clinic there, and he brought other coaches, and I got a chance to listen to a guy named Scott Trost. Scott Trost is the head basketball coach at Lewis University. And a lot of times you pick up different X's and O's, but he talked about this thing that for me, when I was building or trying to build a program from the ground up, that I had a lot of and this idea of what we would call clutter. Um, And the next question is, and I'll define clutter, is how and why is it important to eliminate negativity in your team and your program? And and I asked Coach Trost to explain it better so our our listeners could understand it, and he he goes forward for you guys to hear his remark. He says, I think getting rid of clutter in your program, behaving in a way that is above the line, is the foundation for success in anything that you do. Uh, Clutter is anything that impacts your program in a negative way. It can be on the court and it can be off the court. I think team dynamics and team chemistry is such more important than X's and O's. The best advice I can give someone is to be open and transparent with your team. Um, uh, and so he said one thing that he's doing with his team this year is uh, having weekly discussions with them on certain impact issues that impact the team both negatively and positively uh, before the season starts. Um, because um, I will tell you, as the school year starts and being a high school coach, that you you have a lot of clutter that can happen yeah. in regards to decision making of um, young women and and young men. You know whether right. it's. Um, are they going to do anything to break the athletic code violation? What kind of right. character decisions are they making? Right. Um, are they meeting the, the expectations academically? Um, are they getting along with their teammates? How are the relationships going with them? How are their relationships with their, their – their, their, I mean, there, there's so much encompasses as a high school basketball coach that people don't understand and how much you have to really mentor and be here for your kids because it really goes beyond – Because those real other things that we'll talk about now, this idea of clutter that get in the way of the true potential of your team and your players, I mean, how do you, you know, how do you try to eliminate that? It's very hard. It's very hard. And and, and it's something that really impacts your program. It really does. And um, you know, if a kid gets in trouble for um, doing a code violation, he's out the first six games. Right. um, um, that makes you damper and and it, and it creates that clutter that negativity in your program how do okay. you eliminate those things can you be able to eliminate all of them i don't think so you 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 can't you're not an all-knowing you're not a god you can't see everything right uh, but i do think there are things that you can do to help that
1: well i think um, and, you and I, I think what i think I, you can do is uh, acknowledge it <laughs> i think you can you know be honest with them. This goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. There's uh, you know, about being authentic, all that kind of stuff. You, you, you have to, you have to face it. If you don't face it, it's going to come back and bite you in my opinion. Um, right. It also comes back to picking your team. Like <laughs> it goes back to episode one of, you know, right. what kind of players do you have? What do you do? Because it, you know, a bad apple can spoil the whole bushel, you know, kind of thing, right. you know, and, and if it, if not, that's where you. If you deal with it and you uh, attack it, it makes it a lot easier, I think.
0: And I'll tell you though, sometimes it's not. It's not worth keeping that bad apple as, as good as players as they are. I, I think. We, I think a lot of coaches have made this mistake where yep. man, he's a really or she's a really good basketball player, and and then something happens in, in regards to a clutter situation where the negativity hits the peak and they're not even on the team anymore, and suddenly things change and the team is better without that person. It happens. So sometimes, sometimes it's it's better to eliminate that negativity early on in the yep. season or before the season even occurs. Because yep. you do know what your kids are doing. If you really are truly doing your job, you know what kind of kids, what kind of things that they're doing. And you know, you know, if it's going to be a problem for your program, I think you got to really, um, you got to communicate that and, and and not be afraid to 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 to, uh, to talk about it.
1: No, it's better to have one bad or two bad days at the beginning of the season and deal with the problem than to deal with it later in the year because it's going to fester, too. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. I think clutter is a – I mean, and this goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning is, like, I feel clutter at the beginning of the school year. I right. feel all these things. So you've got to come up with systems to deal with the clutter. You have to deal with within your team, within your program, within your staff, within your thing. You almost got to think like a football coach. I don't know how the football coaches do it. You know, yeah,
0: it's, it, 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 I, I did I did. I did middle school football one year because I, I really liked the coach, and a lot of kids in my uh, school was playing – basketball kids were playing football, so I decided to do junior – I mean, it, football is a <laughs> – that's a whole other nature, man. I gave football coaches out there. I mean, there's so much st- uh, strategy and more players, and it's just right? – it's and a I- very – it's a very complex game.
1: It's a very complex game. And the and the issue is that the systems they must have. I, I mean, I am literally like, so my volleyball team will be 10 to 12. My basketball team will be 12 to 15. That's it for me. That's it. One person and an assistant. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking, I'm a, I am did the video board for our, for our football game. And I'm looking at, I'm looking over and there's six some prairie coaches. There's four memorial coaches. And that's, not, that's guys in the box with me. And then you look down on the sideline and there's 70 kids on the sideline and then there's coaches on the sideline. It's like, how do you deal with all those systems? Yes. We, maybe you and I have to but do some more I, reading on football coaches. Cause I think that's, I don't know,
0: because I think, I think you talk about a lot of these ideas systems. So I think as we get going as uh, this whole high school hoops uh, podcast continues within a uh, coach unplugged, I think we can talk about how to eliminate some of those clutters. So, right. you know, how, Parent meeting, your your, uh, your coaching expectations for your players, um, your your consequences. What are you doing to build relationships with right. your players? Because all those things if those systems aren't in place, those become clutter. Right. And so I think you hit it on the head: is that you have to have systems in place. And I think you and I think another thing that you've talked about is it's always better to over communicate. Always yeah. better to over communicate everything that you do. It is. Uh, you may sound redundant. But if you over-communicate and emphasize things more often, you know that they're more likely they're going to hear. It. Or they can't go back, Correct. that negativity, that you didn't hear what I said. I told you you couldn't do that. Or
1: Yep, yep. And the thing is, we live in a world where it's easier to communicate. Now, I'm not saying you're getting on the phone and calling every parent. But there's so many, there's so many different ways to communicate with parents and communicate with – yeah, yeah. It's it, there's no excuse anymore. There's really no excuse um, for not communicating, like sending yeah, a weekly or, uh, email or sending this or. That. I'm
0: really, I get frustrated with kids too. Is that how do they not know what they're doing in school? You know, right. or how they're doing. I right. mean, they can most most schools, and I'm pretty sure, and all the other coaches that they can get their grades instantaneously on, on right. some type of um, online grade book. You know, right. I do all my grades online. You do all your grades yep. online. People are supposed to, and most most districts, I, all districts really want us to upkeep those as educators so people can understand how they're doing. Right. So there's no excuse, you know. But I don't know, you know, if we don't emphasize it, if we don't tell them about it and we constantly communicate that those things are important, you know, or they're going to get in the way, you know. You know, right. and, and there's just so other things that other things that people don't understand that get in the way, you, you know, high school kids, they get into relationships and they, they think they're in love and, 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 the, and then their focus point is on their boyfriend and girlfriend. And they think their world is going to end and they right. play a really crummy game for the next two days, right. you know, or, or, you know, at, at some point you know, in high school, a lot of people lose their first grandparent, you know, right. and uh, how do how do you deal with that clutter? How do you, because it's all things as a high school coach, you can't, you don't learn in a class, you know, you have to be prepared for that. You have to be, again, it goes back to this podcast a couple of times ago. This idea of being authentic is that, you know, clutter is going to happen. And how do you eliminate that negativity within your program?
1: Right. And I think that's really important. I think, I think we just came up with like seven different podcasts too. Right, exactly. I think you're right. 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 All right. Anything else, coach?
0: No, uh, again, like if other people have ideas, like or uh, issues of clutter yep. that get in their way, I think that's one of the the things that uh, our intention of this, yep. because if we know the things that people are having clutter or having that issue within their program, then we can build upon a podcast that we can generate for you and other coaches because yep. they're gonna have the same problems. So like there's two had- ways.
1: Yep, two ways you can put it in the show notes, but probably even the better way if you if you have some systems, you have some stuff you want to talk about. Blah, 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 blah. Steve at teachhoops.com. So teachhoops.com, Steve at teachoops.com, really easy to remember. Um, send me an email and we'll we'll definitely put it on the docket for future podcast. Hey coach, I hope you're enjoying high school hoops. Go over and check out com, our sponsor or one of our sponsors for this podcast. Go over and check them out. 14-day free trial right now. Um, I think you'll you'll love it. Videos, resources, community, other coaches. Um, it is my little baby. So go over and check out. And as a high school hoop list podcast listener, type in school and you'll get 10% off a lifetime of your membership. So it seems like a great deal to me. Go over and check it out
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.